we loved the Belgian beers and we're still loving them and they are classic and what is classic it will never die and it's nice that you can play with the Belgian beers and yeast is important every ingredient is important and patience is important you're listening to Pubcast Worldwide. Hey, hey, welcome back to Pubcast Worldwide, the show where we drink around the world, exploring the beverage scene across the globe, checking out beers, bars, breweries in some of the furthest reaches of the planet. And as a result, it's been kind of tough to do this show for the for the past year. You know, when there's a pandemic and you can't travel, it's been a bit of a struggle to keep up with the podcast. But I'm not going to say we're coming back on a regular basis, but we've got some backlog to go through. So we want to start bringing you more episodes of Pubcast Worldwide. And there's no better way to start than traveling to Romania. I do want to preface this episode by saying this was actually recorded in December of 2019. So it's been a while. It was around the holiday season. We're going to be talking about winter beers. We're going to be going to Oriel Beer in Bucharest, where we are going to be checking out what is an awesome Belgian brewery. This place is run by a young couple that has just been absolutely crushing it on the beer front, winning contests not only for their Belgian beers, but for their barrel-aged beers as well. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the beer scene in Romania, the camaraderie, some of the challenges of running a brewery in Romania, and certainly we're going to talk about the beverages we are drinking as well. So let's not wait any longer. It's time to dust off that passport, crack beer, and let's head to Oriel Beer in Bucharest, Romania. Grab a beer! Grab a stein! Well, I guess the first question is, with, we got to start any of these interviews, is what are we drinking right now? Because we both have different beers in front of us right now, and I know you were describing them earlier, but I'd love to give the listeners a taste of what we have. Um, now you have in your glass, since it's the holiday season, uh, the first beer that you are uh, having in your glass is the winter beer, mm-hmm. 2019. It's a Belgian dark strong ale uh, that was um, aged on apple and hickory wood chips with cocoa beans, coriander seeds, and uh, Ceylon cinnamon. So it's like a strong beer, but it's very easy to drink. Uh, has subtle notes of uh, dried apples, prolines, some biscuits, toffee. It's very light, but it's also the winter warmer that you want to to have by yourself during this time. Yeah, that's. I mean, that was kind of the taste I got from <laughs> it. Um, I, well, I, I'll say when you mentioned, I think kind of that candy, that cheeriness, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that's the scent that I get from it, and it's also. 
uh, for this cold weather we're having in Romania. Perfect, as you said, a winter warmer in that case as well. And yeah. you also have you have a different beer in front of you too right now. What's the other one that that you're having? Uh, it's an Italian beer. Lorenzo made an order of craft beers to have them for the holidays, and this one is uh, an Italian beer. It's a blonde beer infused with limoncello and basil. That sounds tasty. I look forward to trying more of your beers as we get later into the interview. But to introduce our audience to where we are right now, we are in Bucharest, Romania, at a spot that brews artisanal ales brewed with joy that are unpasteurized, unfiltered, and naturally carbonated. A very Belgian-inspired brewery, Oriel Beer. Is that correct? Yes. And we are joined by Ioana, who makes up half the team here at Oriel. Welcome to the show. I'm excited to dive into some of the beers that we're having today. And I guess one of the, the first questions I have for you is why Belgian style beers? There are a lot of different directions you could have gone with your own brewery, but what made Belgium the style and kind of the country of origin that you guys decided to double down on? We usually receive this question because... Uh is the Belgian beers are like very classic and everyone is asking us why you are brewing Belgian style beers. But it all started with the passion that we developed for beer over the years because when we started home brewing in 2010, we also started to discover the Belgian beers. And among the first beers that we tried, uh, it was Orval and Rochefort. Mm. Good ones, yes. Yeah, <laughs> and when when I tasted Orval, I was like, "This is this beer?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I didn't have a, a taste in beers. I haven't drank artisanal beers, craft beers before mm-hmm. during my youth, uh, and I thought that beer is like that normal beer lager beer sure and i didn't know so many stuff about beer but when i started to discover with laurentio i was amazed and we started to drink the trappist beers and we were in love with the trappist beers and Mm -hmm. when we started home brewing at home uh we started to brew belgian style beers Mm -hmm. and over the years we home brewed for uh six years seven years something Mm -hmm. like that even when, when we started the project at Oriel Beer, we still home brewed at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we brewed the Belgian beers because we loved the Belgian beers. And we're still loving them. And they are classic. And what is classic, it will never die. And mm-hmm. it's nice that you can play with the Belgian beers. And yeast is important. Every ingredient is important. And patience is mm-hmm. important. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a nice change of pace in the craft beer world that often doubles down on IPAs and a lot of the new age styles, so to speak, to see a brewery like yours putting reverence towards the Belgian styles. Um, now, I'm curious as well, as far as your brewery's name goes, I understand that Oriel is the archangel of light, mm-hmm. wisdom, and illumination. Yes. Now, why is why is that the name that you said? This is the <laughs> this is what our beer represents. Yeah. Um, there are two sides of the story. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, let's hear your side first. One, <laughs> one is one is the funny one. One is the brand related story. Mm-hmm. Because, yes, as you as you told. Uh, Oriel is the Archangel of Light mm-hmm. and is one uh, of the seven archangels who preside over the world. Um, brewing Belgian style beers 
which are religious oriented a little bit with the Trappist and the Abbey beers. Mm -hmm. yeah. we, we wanted to go a little bit on this side. Okay. And we liked the the symbol mm -hmm. of the archangel brings you light. Mm -hmm. We like to say that when you drink a beer, <laughs> one of our beers, <laughs> you will be enlightened maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I feel enlightened, enlightened yeah. right now, but that's also because the sun is finally shining through the brewery yeah. windows. So maybe that's it also. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and when we were home brewing, we started to enter contests and mm -hmm. we needed to give our beers a name. Mm -hmm. And we chose at that moment Uriel, which is the normal form of the archangel. He has like three different uh, names, Uriel, Oriel, or uh, Auriel. Mm-hmm. And we start when we were home brewing. We started with Uriel, mm -hmm. uh, and we entered so the competitions uh, in Europe with this name. And after in 2015, when we started the project professionally, we thought about a different name for so many days and nights. And we were making a lot of lists, and we mm -hmm. were like, "What name to choose? What name to choose?" Yeah. And at some point, we were like both looking at, it, at each other and we were like, why don't we use the name that we started with, Uriel, mm -hmm. and we can change his form and put it Oriel. Yeah. Because it's a short name and it's the name that we started home with when we were home brewing. Okay. So it stick, we sticked with Oriel. And well, we we like it. It's well, I, I think it's great. I mean, you like you said you like the imagery. I mean, there's a great yeah. story behind it as well. Yeah. And I'm just looking. Uh, uh, Lorenzo was just um, looking at the coaster. And as I said earlier, you have the nicest looking coasters <laughs> of any you. brewery or bar I've ever been to. Um, I guess one thing that you brought up with the home brewing competitions and needing a name. You said when we were talking earlier that a lot of the breweries that have come up in Romania mm -hmm. started as home brewers and then went yes. to become commercial brewers. I'm curious with with you and Lorenzo, is there a moment like during one of these home brewing competitions or maybe outside of that where you guys looked at one another and you're like, we need to take this full scale? Uh, actually, yes. I think at the end of 2014, when we were home brewing, as I told you, we brewed uh, Belgian style beers, but we also started mm -hmm. barrel aging. Mm -hmm. We, uh, I bought as a Christmas gift in 2013, maybe. I don't remember so well now. A small uh, barrel of 20 liters uh, from uh, an American distillery okay. that kept bourbon before. Mm. And it was freshly emptied, and we started to put our quadruple mm -hmm. in it. And one of the beers that we entered in competitions was a quadruple barrel age. Okay. In the small barrel of 20 liters. Mm -hmm. So we won some prizes with that beer, and we were like, yeah, <laughs> maybe we can do this. Uh, the idea we got in 2014 uh it was like a dream we we weren't sure because the market wasn't sure for 
the craft beer scene in Romania since we don't have a lot mm -hmm. of culture in craft beer. Mm -hmm. uh, we started I to think... I, I get it's new. Yeah. That's what I'd say. Yeah, I feel yeah. like it's developing, but historically, yes, I get that sense yeah. that you, you <laughs> mentioned it earlier. You're a, you were a wine country primarily yeah. before this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and we got this idea and we were like, okay, we can do this. We started in 2015. Uh, we made the building from the scratch and the entire process lasted for two years. Mm -hmm. So from 2015 to the end of 2017, we started, we continued to homebrew. And mm -hmm. in December 2017, uh, we got our release party. Mm. Good party on the whole? Yeah. Okay, all right. I just wanted to double check. Like, anytime I hear the word party, I'm like, I hope it went yeah. well. Like, <laughs> it was great because <laughs> we sold out all our yeah. beer yeah, that yeah. evening. <laughs> that's good. Yes, for a brewery, that's kind of the, the mark of was the party good or not? Did we sell out of all our own beer before anything else? Yeah, and we <laughs> had only the two beers that we brewed, uh, Belgium Blonde and uh, Double. Mm-hmm. Uh, with these two beers we launched and they were sold out from the first evening, first two days. And mm -hmm. it was crazy mm -hmm. because everyone was waiting for our opening. Uh, everyone knew about our process with the entire process of uh, building, mm -hmm. how is our equipment. Mm -hmm. We kept them posted because we had our Facebook and Instagram page mm -hmm. and everyone was eager to taste our yeah. beers. Oh, so you've been yeah. marketing this for a yeah. while. That's, no, that's great. That's the way to do it. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. Well, kind of on that business of beer aspect of it, you know, a lot of our listeners, we've got listeners from around the world, but a number of them are based in the U.S. I'm curious, what's maybe give us some insight into maybe some of the challenges or um, what it's like starting a brewery in Romania. Mm, it's difficult. Yeah. I, I, was, I was talking to Laurentiu uh, a couple of days before, and we were like, if we will would God go back in time, we will get through the entire process once again because mm -hmm. it was difficult as i told you we waited two years yeah and and no one is from the institutional state i i refer no one is trying to help you to give you advices there is no sure. uh, legislation for the craft beer because there is no concept of craft beer in romania really yeah. I could see that being good or bad because certain legislations can hinder mm -hmm. certain, you know, places from doing things. So are there pros and cons to it, like goods and bads, or mostly yeah, it's not a good thing that there's not legislation around it right now? It's a bad thing because we do a lot of paperwork. Each time we brew a new beer, we need to make like a file with dozens and dozens of pages with the entire mm. process of brewing the beer, the ingredients that we are using, uh, technical files for the ingredients that we are using. Of course, alcohol and Plato because it's normal, because it's alcohol. But you do a lot of paperwork for a beer that is produced in like 400 liters. Yeah. Which is nothing, basically. Right, right. Yeah, so you're going through a lot of bureaucracy for something that you might brew one time. Exactly. Wow, okay, that uh, makes sense. The excise is not, the excise, excise tax 
is not so much. Uh, at least we have like a specific legislation if you are producing less than 200,000 hectoliters, you pay like half or something. But as I told you, we are doing a lot of paperwork for some beers that we are producing once a year or, mm -hmm. or maybe only one time. Yeah. So the state and the government, the government is not helping us with that. But we are having our patience and keep going. It was difficult. Sure. Do you think things will improve in that regard as craft beer continues to get bigger in Romania? And, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think you mentioned like a while ago there were only like five mm -hmm. craft breweries. Now yeah. they're upwards of 50. Yeah. Is that correct? So do you see things moving in the right direction? Yeah, for sure they're moving in the right direction because um, the target... It's related to the target public that is drinking mm -hmm. craft beer. And most of them are youth and youngsters from maybe 20, in their 20s. Oh, up okay. to Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's, it's good because they are changing a lot and mm -hmm. they are trying new things. Mm -hmm. And not only beer, they are listening to new music, they are drinking wines, discovering different dishes. Yeah, so this and is like a generational yeah, and exactly. a cultural yeah, shift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and beer is just one part of that yeah, right Yeah, and it's amazing, this stuff. And you can see young people from their 20s until, I don't know, we can go to 45, 50s, and mm -hmm. they drink, they discover craft beer. Um, usually from 35 to 45, they are mostly wine drinkers, mm -hmm. but they discover the craft beer and they're like, oh, this is something different. Yeah. And I can, I can drink that and I like that. Uh, so it depends a lot on the target uh, of the public that is drinking craft beer, but for sure is developing and is de developing very fast. Uh, as I told you, we opened in 2017 and at that moment, I think there were maybe 10 breweries, craft breweries, and, okay. and now in two years, we are like 50. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. For, for I love seeing the explosive <laughs> growth everywhere in the world. Yeah. I'm glad Romania is part of that. <laughs> you know, I'd love to hear a little bit about the Romanian craft beer community as well and what people can expect from craft beer if they're coming to Romania for the first time also. It sounds like... You'd, we've talked about this briefly already, but there was a strong homebrewing community mm -hmm. that turned into a commercial craft brewing community. What's it like being a part of that group? Oh, it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's nice because we've met with these people a couple of years ago when we were homebrewing mm -hmm. and entering homebrewing competitions. And uh, we tied up friendships. So it was beautiful to see that uh, everyone got their dream fulfilled yeah <laughs> and each of us we are having a brewery now um we have a community yeah we mm -hmm. do all the time collaborations as i told you two of the beers that we have in the barrels now are collaborations with different other breweries from romania which breweries are those just out of curiosity with wicked barrel wicked barrel okay yes and with beretta Beretta, yes. I was telling you I was drinking their uh, New England-style IPA last night. Yes, they are doing very good IPAs. And Wicked Barrel, uh, he was like a contract brewer. Now he's building his own brewery. And we made a collaboration last year of a Belgian Imperial Stout that was very dark, very smooth, but also had the flavors of the East, some esters and fennels. Mm -hmm. And it was very good. And we decided to repeat... Uh, the beer is the one. Mm. 
And this time we are doing uh, barrel aging with it. And uh, we bought two barrels of Armagnac. Okay. And it was Armagnac. When, yeah. what, 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 I'm sorry. I don't know enough about alcohol to know <laughs> what that is. What is that? Um, it's like a cognac. It's like a brandy. Okay. Okay. It's, it's like from a brandy. France. Yeah, yeah. But has the name of Armagnac because uh, the grapes that are used for distillation grow up only in a certain region, in the region of Armagnac mm-hmm. in France. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So basically, it's a brandy made out of distilled grapes. Brandy made out of distilled grapes. Got it. And I'm just going to assume a lot of people listening to this might be like, well, Chris, that's common knowledge. You should have known that. But I love learning something new on these shows and being open to that fact that I'm learning something new as well. We are very passionate about finding new barrels and different Mm -hmm. barrels for our beers. And as I told you, we used uh, Armagnac for this batch. It will be released maybe at the end of next year. And we are using all kinds of barrels. At mm-hmm. some point, we used mezcal barrels. And in Romania, people are used to tequila, but they don't know what is mezcal. Mezcal mm. is similar to tequila, but it's made only in Mexico mm-hmm. from agave. But mm-hmm. the agave are roasted, and the process is slightly different from the tequila. But in Romania, a few people knew what mezcal was. And they were like, OK, you barrel aged the beer in mezcal barrels, but what is mezcal? Yeah. <laughs> It's it's interesting. One of our (laughs) other recent episodes was in Poland and they're doing a lot of, um, I would say, inventive barrel aging as well too. Taking Baltic porters, which are one of their traditional Mm -hmm. styles, throwing them in rum barrels, vodka barrels, whatever it may be. So I think, I feel like Europe is really on the forefront of experimental barrel aging from what I'm hearing. I agree. I (laughs) I totally agree. I love it. Well, um, I, uh, in fact, you mentioned Wicked Barrel. I think I had one of their barrel aged beers last night as well, too. Another kind of more imperial stout, winter warmer type, uh, type beverage. Actually, maybe it wasn't barrel aged, but it was called Piece of Cake. Uh, that was the one I had. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was, that was yeah, my last beer awesome. I had before bed last night. I'm like, I think I just need to call it. It's awesome. This. Yeah, it's very good. It's like, it's like a cake. Like a pastry. It was good. Yeah. It was good. Only, mostly only imperial stouts. The Mo- they, mostly only imperial stouts? Uh, yeah. I love it. No, it was good. It was good. I had yeah. a good juxtaposition of uh, Romanian beers last night. You know, as we get closer to the end of the interview, another thing I'd love to learn about is we talked about the community here. Started a lot as home brewers. What's something that someone who doesn't know a lot about the beer scene but loves craft beer if they're coming to romania for the first time what should they expect and what should they maybe seek out while we're here Hmm. they should make a list make a list okay (laughs) make a list from the beginning because uh, there are a couple of great breweries and a lot of our visitors and not only our visitors they are like very impressed with the beer scene and we have a lot of good IPAs, mm-hmm. uh, good, good imperial stouts, barrel aged stuff. Mm-hmm. So there is an entire uh, range of beers, different beers, craft beers, but awesome beers. So you need to make a list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you need to check uh, like a couple of breweries 
before you need to check untapped of course rate beer i don't know <laughs> yep untapped rate beer i will have links in the show notes yeah. to oriel uh, birretto hooligans yeah hop hooligans wicked barrel hop hooligans Anagram, yes that's another name that's been thrown ground oh, zero ground zero all right We'll have a lot of good resources for yeah. people after this episode. So, and come to Romania because we have a lot of good beers you know, and good places to visit. Well, not only that, but I I was mentioning I've mentioned this to a few people. But when I put out a post saying, "Hey, I'm going to be traveling around Eastern Europe," Romania was probably what fifty percent of people said as the spot you have to visit while you're there. Not just because of the beer, um, for plenty of other good mm-hmm. reasons as well too. I'm glad um, to hear that. But that's. Uh, I've enjoyed my my 24 hours here so far, and I know there's a lot more exploring to do. Yes, for sure. So uh, what's something you wish I would have asked you Mm. about your beers and your brewery so far? Mm. I haven't mentioned so far. Uh, When we were home brewing, we won a lot of competitions, Mm -hmm. but in home brewing, uh, when we started our brewery, we also entered professional competitions for commercial breweries, Mm. and we are kind of very proud <laughs> all right because we you won. should be proud if, if you're if you're winning awards like you, you put that stuff on the wall <laughs> yeah uh, we are proud because it's important to see that you're doing a good stuff okay a lot of people are drinking our beers and they're like you're brewing good beers but it's not the same thing when a jury with a lot of people that are professionals are drinking your beer and give you a score and they give you a good score and uh, we won a gold medal in germany at an important uh, competition uh meininger international craft beer award and we won gold medal for the quadruple age in belize rom and we also received the gold medal for the quadruple aged in mezcal barrels at European Beer Challenge in London. All of your beers just sound so amazing just by the <laughs> description. Belize rum barrel aged, you know, quadruple me- uh, in a quad mezcal barrel aged. Like it's, you've got some, um, you've got some props just from the <laughs> the names of these beers that are winning awards and now in your front you have a triple that was aged in a chardonnay barrel oh yeah and... I, was, I was gonna say yeah uh, <laughs> Lorenzo, thank you for putting that in front of me right now i know that's what we're going to be drinking after this interview is over to make sure i have a very um let's say uh I'll be buzzed on my train up to uh, Brashov later today. <laughs> it will today. be a good trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll go quick. <laughs> um, but yeah, tell me about this one also. Uh, this one is a collaboration with the Romanian winery. We wanted so much to to collaborate with Romanian producers, wineries, distilleries. Mm-hmm. And last year we found this winery, Liliac. Uh, it's mm-hmm. from Transylvania. It's one of the best uh, wineries in Romania. They do a lot of great wines. And we took uh, some barrels, actually one barrel of Chardonnay and two barrels of Merlot. And we aged this triple in Chardonnay for six months and a double in Merlot barrels, in red wine barrels. Yeah, and the results you will see. (laughs) I can't wait. We we got a lot of good feedback. We want to make it again, to brew it again. And and I know people are just listening to this on audio, but I want to highlight how beautiful the branding is. The bottles are like it kind of like it's it's got this like I don't know what the right way to describe it. It widens as it goes down. It's got the wax on top. <laughs> like it is 
it's a good looking beer, like <laughs> Thank across you. the board. So, um, what's the best way to find you guys to connect with you guys on social media as well for our listeners that want to follow up with uh, Oriel after this interview is done? Facebook, Instagram, our website. And that's, we are all over. Is it Oriel Beer? Oriel Beer, yeah. Oriel on Instagram, Oriel Beer. On Facebook, Oriel Beer. Or our website, orielbeer.com. Perfect. And that's O-R-I-E-L for uh, for those looking for the spell check on that. So, well, my drink's empty, but just for... <laughs> I, I, so we can't do it right now, but say, how is cheers done in Noruk. <laughs> Noruk. 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 I need to roll my R a little better <laughs> on that one. So... We'll do that once we pour those next beers. But uh, um, Iwana, thanks so much for being on the show today. Thank you. We thank you so much for your visit. It is a pleasure. No problem. Thank you for the fantastic beers. And for those of you listening, we'll catch you again next time. Hey, hey, thanks for listening. And more than anything, I just want to say it's great to have you all back, especially if you made it to this point in the conversation. We dropped a lot of names of breweries in Romania, so if that is on your travel bucket list when you start traveling the world again, you definitely want to check out the show notes page at pubcastworldwide.com slash 61. This is episode 61 of the show. We are still rolling. We are still drinking. We are still traveling around the world. So I encourage you to head there. In the meantime, stay thirsty. We're going to be doing more of these episodes coming up. I don't quite know the frequency yet. I'm not necessarily going to commit to that yet. But as you might have heard in the interview, I've got a Poland episode I need to release as well among like five other episodes that we've got in the queue. So get ready. We got more coming. Thanks so much. And it's great to have you back here at Pubcast Worldwide. Cheers.